change, it's true, right? You have to want it. You have to, otherwise it doesn't happen. You're the only one who could change it. I can't believe you said any major, uh, you know, I'm not going to molest children anymore. Well. I just, you know, I've made the decision. Some people don't even get to that stage, though. Uh, That's true. Right? I mean. But yes, you would have to want that to happen. (sighs) Well, I think we should make up a, a real, a real hoax. Is that an oxymoron? A real hoax? A real internet hoax. But it has to involve something that gets people angry enough to want to send it on to 10 different people. Because that's, it doesn't do, it's not a good hoax okay. if it just sits in your inbox. Or it's got to scare them. It's got to right. frighten Right, that's what I'm saying. Like it says urban, from Snopes.com, urban legends deal with our fears and worries. So a good yes. many of them fall within a category encompassing crime and criminals. Mm-hmm. Hence my right. pseudo hoax. Right. Just now. Um, but hence the other hoax about speeding and being getting caught. Well, what about a hoax that says that... Um, uh, uh, rapists are hiding in dryers, getting shipped out from Sears. Oh my God, that's brilliant! I'm going to do it. Wait, I'm no, make, out- make it something about Chinese dryers because you know people are a little bit hysterical about all products that come from China, so that it comes with okay. little tiny Chinese people in it, who who then have a virus, also some sort of virus. Right? Like SARS, but different. Chinese dryers. Yes, don't buy Chinese dryers. Check the label. Because inside them, <laughs> oh, oh if, this gets, if this gets sent so back to me, do, we would be such a success. You do radio with me. We could just be doing this at home alone, you and I, but no. And I would. All forced to the listen to it. The sad part is, it. I would. I know. And I do. I know. You haven't don't seen my little... Don't buy Chinese dryers. No, don't. They <laughs> may contain... Right, you're Congress person. <laughs> right, you're Congress. Nobody's calling. Nobody wants to. Come on, 763-3500. Nope. And give Alex, Nobody the engineer, listens. your email. And you can get the first one of these. It's generated. Right now, this is art. This I, tur- is I turned off our two I, listeners by Mike saying "but" instead of "yeah." I know, like Mich- all of your of friends Michigan are saying, Radio's- "Wait a minute, it's six thirty-one. Why is Charmy still right. talking?" <laughs> it's because Mike was going to be a little late. He gets He's about here. fifty of those, considering nice. all the times that I have. That hasn't yes. happened with you and I yet, but right. there have been plenty of times when I've come oh, in. Oh dear, a little late, and Ollie's been talking. You know. Yeah. Well, if you ever hear me at the top Waiting of the hour, for Charmy, you'll know what's happening? <laughs> That's right. But look out for this Chinese and dryers. Don't buy Chinese dryers. No. Please write your congressman. They may contain rapists. I like it. Wow. Uh, My mom will send it to me within a month, I guarantee. (laughs) Guarantee. Is he ready? We're listening to Pete. He's singing. This is my friend Pete Vargas in Buffalo Thunder. They brought this big drum in and sang. I love powwow drumming. Uh, And you know what? We're going to have... on the the first Thursday of April, which has probably been about three or four weeks, mm-hmm. we're going to have the Powell, some of the folks from the Powell Committee, <gasps> Ann Arbor Powell Committee, Yay. coming in because there's a new venue. It's beautiful. Oh, you told me about that earlier. I'm it's really good. Can't wait they, to go. Um, we'll discuss it in, in depth uh, right. at that time, but they turned down the $50,000 given to... Uh, you know them ordinarily by the University of Michigan, so that you know community members and yeah. native elders and stuff could actually run the powwow. So great! So yeah, thank cool. you to Megan McKinley for yes. coming in seven o'clock tonight in a mere twenty-eight, twenty-seven minutes. You can go uh, sit in on that panel in our Republic Library. Yep, in our Republic Library, wherever that lives right now. I don't know, but Mike Perini's coming up next. Pandora's lunchbox. Don't open it. It could have Chinese rapists in it. See you next. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Coming out of a show, um, Renegade Solutions, where they were satirizing internet hoaxes and talking about the irony of the strange internet hoaxes that come up all the time. Transferring now into something else here.
office box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? Oh, I said, hand off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you And good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and about restaurants around the city of Ann Arbor and the Ann Arbor region. And today we're going to have a little introduction to a restaurant called Cafe Japan. If you haven't been there, this French and Japanese restaurant is on Liberty Street, not far from Main Street. It's right next to the robot repair shop, as a matter of fact, uh, very close to Liberty and Main Street. And I talked to the owner, Miyoko Honma, about Cafe Japan and what it's all about. I'd like you to hear a little bit of that conversation. We're going to hear that right now. What inspired you to open a, a restaurant that's uh, Japanese and French? Baguette. <laughs> In a single word, baguettes did it. Baguette. <laughs> um, I wanted to make my own baguette. And the simple is that. And um, so our original menu was developed based on that baguette. So baguette sandwiches. Then we uh, added uh, Japanese items uh, later. So you had baguette sandwiches and you had sushi and other Japanese dishes? Yes, um, so-called Japanese comfort food. Katsudon and tendon and also uh, udon, soba, noodle dishes and also sushi. And uh, we have also uh, original sushi called the Sushi Napoleon and uh, sushi and flour, like a uh, flour-like sushi. And that's uh, our unique uh, items uh, that you cannot find uh, any other restaurants. I was uh, cooking all my life and never bought a TV dinner. And uh, even uh, like uh, my lunch, and uh, I want to make that a real nice lunch, nutritiously. So I have like a, normally, I had the bento box. And for compartment, bento box, and so forth. So simply, I love cooking. But uh, I had a day job, so uh, I couldn't go to uh, cooking school until two years ago. Did you make a decision at some point that that's it, you, you have to cook, you have to open a restaurant? That's uh, that my uh, challenge, and I like a challenge. I was working for uh, automotive industry for 23 years. I actually needed uh, some change, and what I wanted to do and uh, when uh, I have my heart is uh, food. <laughs> I love eating. Oh, yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so uh, I decided to uh, retire my uh, day job and decided to go to New York to learn how to bake um, European-style breads. Including baguettes. Baguettes. Yes. <laughs> yes, of course, baguettes. Always, always baguettes. <laughs> Thank you. 
It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN, FM Ann Arbor. And we're taking a visit to Cafe Japan right now. Cafe Japan on Liberty Street. And in the meantime, we're listening to some Oscar Peterson and talking to Miyoko Honma, who's the owner of Cafe Japan. I found out that among her talents of baking baguettes and other kinds of food, she's also played jazz piano. So I thought some Oscar Peterson might be appropriate. But let's get right back into our conversation. I had a word with Miyoko Honma the other day at her restaurant, Cafe Japan. Let's hear what else we had to say. So there are some wonderful things on the menu that uh, I love reading the menu. Uh, all kind, you've got so many wonderful kinds of teas with so many stories in the menu about the teas. And you have wonderful desserts. Actually, dessert is very close to my heart. Um, you have a favorite dessert or you want to talk about some of the desserts that you have? We make uh, various French-style tarts, um, such as uh, fresh fruit tart, apple tart, pear tart, chocolate caramel walnut tart, mm. uh, lemon tart, something like that. But all that uh, ingredients uh, for the tarts, uh, like uh, pastry cream, we make it from scratch using uh, fresh, good quality ingredients. And uh, we um, use a vanilla bean in, instead of a vanilla extract. And uh, even uh, dairy products, we use uh, Calder Dairies. Uh, Calder Dairies, the local company? Yes. Calder Dairies, milk, whip, whipping cream, and so forth. And I'm looking happily at the sweet red bean cake. That looks quite delicious. A sweet red bean cake is a no oil cake. Um, it's like a steamed uh, azuki bean cake. So the French and the Japanese ingredients really kind of swim together on the menu, don't they? Yes, and my ultimate goal is to cook uh, Japanese ingredients using French traditional cooking methods. And, but I haven't uh, achieved that. That sounds like a wonderful goal. There are so many things to talk about, what was on the menu and what were some of her favorite things on the menu. And I just had to ask her about some other items on the menu that she might want to talk about, and we got into that for just a second. Green tea, our specialty, we have like a very fresh, like vegetable-like. It smells like a vegetable and tastes like a very greeny, real nice uh, teas we have. And uh, we have uh, quite a few different kinds. A baguette sandwich that I had, it was a baguette with Japanese-style pork uh, called katsu, a signature katsu sandwich. Can you talk about that? Sure. Probably uh, you know the pork cutlet, uh, breaded pork and uh, with the cabbage, shredded cabbage, with uh, uh, Worcestershire sauce base uh, is on it. And it's a very uh, satisfying sandwich. And the texture is very good, and it's very tasty. I have one other question about your baguettes. I know you you like to talk about baguettes, and I love to talk about baguettes. Do you uh, make your baguettes available to other businesses in town? Yes. Uh, we supply currently Morgan and York, 
can I say <laughs> restaurant's name? <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. We don't have to. Uh, okay. A certain other restaurant. Certain, certain other restaurants. Okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, one, two restaurants, uh, we supply baguettes. And as well as uh, other breads such as uh, hala, oh. um, sourdough bread called bodole, and the British and Arabi uh, providing Italian uh, rosemary bread. It's like, uh, it's called the Pam Marino. Wow. <laughs> I'm all excited now. We've been talking to Miyoko Honma of Cafe Japan here on WCBN. And bring a little bit more Oscar Peterson back here, why don't we here? Oscar Peterson with a tune called... Is it called Blues for Scotia? I believe that's Blues for Big Scotia. And Cafe Japan is located at 113 East Liberty Street, not far from Main Street. And as a matter of fact, it's very close to the robot shop if you're looking for a frame of reference. Cafe Japan, we, we talk, there was a lot we could talk about about Cafe Japan, but well, let's, there's some other things on the, actually, if you want to look at the menu, you can look to cafejapan.net and you can see some of the many things that they carry. And the Sushi Napoleon, which Miyoko Honma, the owner, was talking about, is an original creation that features tempura shrimp and chicken, avocado, and vegetables piled onto rice. Also, the Sushi en fleur she was talking about, pardon my imperfect French, was a creation from Cafe Japan that features shrimp, egg, avocado, and smoked salmon in sushi with vegetables. And many green teas, many kinds of teas are available at Cafe Japan. And some of them include, you can, you can look at them on the website, in fact. There is a tea called Kawane House Sencha. It's a type of tea that's prepared by first being steamed and then hot, air-dried, rolled, and finally light roasted. It has a strong, vibrant taste and a beautiful emerald color. Also, a hojicha, it contains sencha leaves and stems roasted over coal. Because of its preparation, it contains very little caffeine. It has a smoky flavor. These are just some of the things you can get at Cafe Japan. And I really enjoy hearing about restaurants that are trying new things. As she said, she wants to have a restaurant ultimately where she makes Japanese food using traditional French preparation methods. And also she's moving towards more organic and more local ingredients, and that's an ongoing process. But that's Cafe Japan, and I really enjoyed talking to her. This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Let's take a bit of a U-turn here from Oscar Peterson. We're going to go on to something extremely different, but it will, in fact, be an example of uh, mixing of cultures in a wonderful way and food. We've heard about a restaurant that combines French and Japanese food in a wonderful way. How about a piece of music, a very vibrant piece of dance music that combines influences of Trinidad and India? This is called Chutney Bacchanal. It's a song about food, as are all songs. Why, 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 why? 
This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and that is Chutney Bacchanal. And I got a very interesting phone call just now from a fellow in New York who is listening to us online. Thank you for listening, and thank you for calling, because he said that in some contexts, Chutney is not actually a food reference, because Chutney is, in fact, the name of, if I get this correctly, I hope that I get this right, a genre of music that combines soca music with Indian music. And so this Chutney Bacchanal was, in fact, a musical Bacchanal, and... Now, chutney itself, the original term, is a term for a variety of sweet and spicy condiments in Indian food. There are many varieties of chutney, and in fact, now we found that chutney, in fact, is a variety that is a music. I want to go back just a moment to Cafe Japan, where we were visiting earlier with Miyoko Honma, the owner, Cafe Japan on Liberty Street. I want to mention that they are serving breakfast every day, and that's something that is relatively new. Their breakfast choices include a croissant and challah, a French-style omelet, both savory and dessert crepes, quiche, and a Japanese breakfast. And so you can find out about that at cafejapon.net. 
And I wanted to tell you something else that's going on in Depot Town in Ypsilanti. There's going to be the annual Chili Challenge this Saturday to raise money for SOS Community Services, which provides services to homeless families and children throughout Washtenaw County, and especially in the community and Ypsilanti and Ann Arbor. Various businesses are going to be making their kinds of chili. There will be actually at, at Aubrey's, Cafe Luwak, Corner Brewery, Ipsy Food Co-op, and Sidetrack Bar and Grill are going to be offering samples of their chilies from 3 to 6 p.m. on Saturday the 7th, coming up this weekend. There will be a single fee, and you can buy tickets at Cafe Luwak in Ypsilanti. These are all on Cross Street, or just around the corner from Cross Street is the Ipsy Food Co-op, but they're all very close to each other in Depot Town. Again, this is to benefit SOS Community Services. And... It's an interesting world. This is something, this is in the news. I wanted to share this with you. This is from the Associated Press. A corporate dairy in southern Michigan that was fined $223,000 for mismanaging manure from 6,500 cows. And you know, when you've mismanaged manure from 6,500 cows, you really notice. It says there's only one, there's one way to raise the money. Bring in more cows. Of course. The Daily Telegram of Adrian reports that Vriba Hoff Dairy is asking a judge for more time to pay off so it can add 1,000 cattle at its two facilities near Hudson, Michigan. The penalties were assessed under a deal between the company and the Michigan Department of Environmental Quality. The DEQ accuses Vriba Hoff of manure spills and missing deadlines for getting new treatment systems up and running. Should I be talking about this at dinner? The state attorney general's office says the mega dairy... I wish I had a mega dairy, should focus on reducing the source of the problem instead of adding cows. We should all think about adding cows, but not when you already have 6,500 of them. That's just my thought on that. Coming up in just a moment, Arwolf is going to help us to face the music. But in the meantime, we want to go to another bit of wonderful uh, cross-cultural enjoyment here. This is a group called Three Mustafas Three. It's a rather mysterious group. They've been around for a while. There are six members of the group, hence three Mustafa's three, you know, three plus three. There are six of them. All of the members have the last name Mustafa, and their motto is forward in all directions. It says here on the liner notes, here, here, this is important. I'm going to get this right, right. Here we go. They were named the three Mustafa's three for reasons of Mustafic logic and symmetry. They made their debut in the bizarre cultural hell of the EEC in London in 1982. Each band member has adopted August 6th as an official birthday to avoid confusion. Bam! The Mustafa rocket was launched, and its starry, fiery tail has since coiled itself around our modern world in a non-stop trajectory of tours, taxis, visits, travels, visas, and recording sessions. That's right. This is Three Mustafas Three from their album Soup of the Century, which is a food reference. And this is a tune which is the theme song. Perhaps this should be the Ann Arbor National Anthem borrowing that idea from Arbolf, who always talks about national anthems. Here is my suggestion for the Ann Arbor National Anthem. This city is very exciting. A polka sung in Hindi.
Mustafa's three. I guess they weren't done. This city is very exciting. Thank you. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I've been Mike. I want to make this prediction. I'm going to put my hand on your head and predict that there will be a song about bananas in your future. Coming up next, it's Face the Music with Arwolf. This is WCBN FM 
Ann Arbor. I'm Brian Tomczyk. Join me every Saturday from 7 to 9 p.m. for the Dance Hall Reggae Show, a two-hour showcase of the latest in roots reggae and the hottest dance hall rhythms, guaranteed to start your Saturday night right, right here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Ich 